Hey, Josh Felber here. Today's episode is amazing. If you're an entrepreneur, if you run a business that's five, six, seven, eight figures, whatever that may be, maybe you're feeling burned out, maybe you're feeling stressed, maybe you're just feeling like overwhelmed by what you have going on, today's guest is going to give you some amazing insights, tips, and nuggets to help you transform your business where you're at and then improve your overall revenue as well as improve your systems processes and give you your time and freedom back. So you got to watch today's guest, Allison Maslin. Uh, she's going to give you tons of amazing insights. And hey, guys, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this video with friends, family, whatever that may be, help get the word out there. Hey, also too, if you're wondering where this uh, merchandise came from here, you got to check out my favorite website, gratitudegear.com. You can get freedom gear, you can get gratitude quotes, uh, whatever that may be for you, but it's an amazing website. The softest t-shirts, the softest hoodies, the best out there. Check out gratitudegear.com. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Oh, my gosh. So much. You know, first of all, learning to ask for help. And I, mm. I think that's where a lot of business owners, they feel that asking for help is a sign of weakness you know, that they should know it on their own. And I knew I knew nothing. So I, I had no, no issues there saying, please help me. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I became very good at helping other businesses market their business. I had a knack. I was creative. But I didn't know how to scale my own business. Mm. I didn't know how to build a team. I had a few employees, but I was a control freak. Um, I didn't understand the systems and processes. I thought I needed to do everything and be the end all. And so what happened with this business, even though we were making good money uh, and I was traveling and, you know, outwardly successful, but inwardly crumbling as the business grew, I was stretched in so many different directions and I was so afraid of failing. I had a lot of people depending on me at that point. You know, I had a, a sure. my daughter was young and so forth. And so I, I really was miserable in my own success. And I just felt trapped in this business that I had created um, at that, you know, at that young age. And I didn't quite know where to turn. And so what ended up happening was I ended up having a car accident just from, you know, running all over the place, not being focused, you know, not being in the present, not enough sleep. Uh, and it was, it was pretty serious and almost took my life. And wow. it was, it was a massive wake up call for me. I really feel like that was such a gift actually. And of course that I'm still here. Uh, to tell the story, right? But, uh, and but it really was like you know, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you know, I, I share that because there's so many business owners that operate like this daily. You know, I, like literally, I could drive down the street, I could go to the restaurant, the dry cleaner, the recruiting company. 
And I would go in and talk to the CEO, and a lot of them are running around haggard like that. And so, you know, I really became committed at that point. I knew I was unemployable because I couldn't hold a job for, for more than a couple of weeks. So I, I knew I needed to figure this out. I wanted to love it, and I wanted to understand how was it that my clients like Ben & Jerry's or even Charlotte Roos that had thousands of employees, how was it that the CEO was not standing over everybody or a lot of the time not even there? And what were the systems and processes that they, they had employed to really have a well-oiled machine? Because, and so that became my mission uh, back many years. This is now 40 years in business that I, <laughs> I am now. So this is, you know, really looking back. Um, but that was the beginning of, of developing what I call our scale-up method. And um, I built nine, nine more companies since then that I've had a blast with and uh, run it in a very, very different way now than I did back then. <laughs> right. Because nine more companies, <laughs> you don't want to be in that same spot that you were before. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot yeah. of extra pressure. Exactly. And just really committed to helping business owners see it because, you know, once you make that shift and you build a team-managed company and you shift into a more scalable model, it's life-changing. You know, your the business grows much faster. You are able to help a lot more people, and you're not working in the day to day of the business anymore. Hmm. I think that's super important. You know, and like you, I mean, we you, we get stuck where you're doing everything. You're trying to hire people. You're you're also the CFO, <laughs> the yeah. you know the uh, the 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 shipper and and all kinds of stuff. And as you start to hire people, you don't think about always those systems and processes um, until you get to a certain point, like you said, where you were and you're like, oh my gosh, what, what am I doing? Why I have all this pressure and stress on me? Yes, exactly. And so from that, what were kind of some of the different things that you found that has led you to be able to have that freedom and be able to have a more um, comfortable lifestyle where you're not stressed and not overworked and not overwhelmed? Yeah. So, you know, I really determined that there were five phases to scaling a company and most business owners get to between like phase two and three. So if you, if you've hit the seven figures of your business and you, you can relate to the story that I just shared, you're in the phase I call the ringleader hmm. and it's a bit of a circus. So even though you have maybe a decent sized team, you still have your hands in every single area of the business. And you're very afraid to let go. I think that's the thing that most business owners struggle with. They mean well. You know, they're the hardest workers. You know, they work harder than, than their team a lot of the time. You know, they're first person there, last person to leave. And, you know, they're, they're afraid that if they let go and they allow the team to take it over, that the things are going to slip through the cracks. It's their baby. And right. that, you know, they're going to lose big accounts. You know, all, all of those things come up. But the truth is, is that if they stay in the role of being the ringleader, being the boss, telling people what to do, they're never going to empower the team to take it and run with it. You know, we become addicted as a business owner to being the savior. 
to being the hero. I can fix that. Yeah. Oh, here's the answer. Oh, I got it. And then they're frustrated that they're always the one that people turn to for the answer and the <laughs> rescue. We create our own insanity as sure, you know, so you've got to shift from being the boss to being a leader and empower the team instead of delegate, you're empowering the team to treat it like it's their own. Hmm. And instead of giving the answers, you are, you're encouraging them to think and to come up with the solutions themselves. You know, how would you handle this? What, mm, what would right. you recommend we do? Or why don't you put a plan together and present that to me? And so you start to build this collaborative company and it's, it's such a different experience and it's so much more fun. And where the team starts to really build the company and your values and vision are so entrenched in the business at this point that you're able to start stepping back and they're able to start stepping up. And that's where the business can really take off. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.